Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Front Row Seat Podcast. I am Noah Alvarez. Whew. I'm Jacob. Sorry, I had to get that yawn out real quick. <laughs> hey, as long as you do it before the show, not during the show, I'm <laughs> during cool with it. During introductions. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Um, yeah, we're, we're here in the city of La Habra. Yeah, it's I appreciate a you coming day. down to me. It's starting to feel like summer, dog. Slowly during the day, yes. At night, it's still a little chilly. It's yeah. not quite warm, although... I'm not complaining because once the nighttime gets warm, it kind of sucks. Yeah. You know, and if you, you sleep with your window open, if you so choose boxers. to, or if 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 you're lucky enough, such as myself, I am, and Lauren is, that we have AC. Oh wow. Or not we, but yeah, our yeah. respective households have central air. We are fortunate in that. So, you know, my mother just absolutely hates the heat. My mother's like my grandma, like literal clone copy of her. So <laughs> the moment it gets above like 85 consistently, we're the house starts staying at 74 consistently, mm-hmm. but then the issue becomes, like, 74 is not enough. But, you know, AC on the time all is, is fucking expensive, so it's like, we're totally Kind of killing the environment. Well, I don't give a damn let's about be, that. Let's be green, you know? Oh, let's yeah. be friendly. Earth-friendly. I'm probably going to be dead. We're a pro-earthly, earth-friendly right, podcast. Speak for yourself. I do the bare <laughs> minimum. But when it comes to heat, like, yeah, you know what? Sometimes I do want to put it on 72 rather than 74. Fucking sue me. Like, it feels better, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I am fortunate enough, but right now it's nice. Like it's kind of warmer during the day. I can leave the window open at night, probably around midnight, 1am. It's when it's coldest. It feels nice. It feels nice right now. It feels relaxed. Basically we're not at the point yet where the cement is emanating all the heat from the day. You're right. Once we hit that point, it becomes fucking actually really sucky. Give it two, three more weeks. hmm, You think so? Yeah, I would say so. Actually, yeah, because next week's July. Usually mid-July. I would say this is the last episode of June. Speaking of heat and air conditioning. I think it's crazy, you know, here in the United States, specifically this part of the United States um, and, and many parts of the United States, air conditioning is a very common thing. But our buddy Alec, he's in Italy. Shout out to Alec. Hope he's listening from the Italiano. Uh, hopefully he doesn't get caught up in any mobsters or mafia drama. Stupid. But, <laughs> but um, I remember this from other friends who have traveled or studied abroad in Italy. And they've all mentioned that there's no air conditioning in a lot of European countries, not just Italy, but like a lot of countries, especially in the more bigger cities, you know, a lot of apartments and these homes and the hostels, they don't have air conditioning. It's just something that they... I'm guessing they lack the infrastructure. I don't think it's just lacking the infrastructure. I mean, I don't don't, want to be rude and I don't want to sound like classist or countryist or whatever, but like the United States is more developed than half of the world even True, the, back, not even like, the okay. backwards places of the united states have the inf- like what i mean by the infrastructure is we have like a national power grid we yeah. have a water uh like you, you know for good or bad whether or not you believe in the privatization of water and whatnot like we have that it's state run yeah therefore ensuring that everyone has access to clean or should have access to clean drinkable water yeah and while ac is a luxury there are certain parts of the country where it's not a luxury like it's a necessity if you're living in florida texas oklahoma basically the panhandle or like the bible belt like dude you need ac because it's gonna get unbelievably hot but see here hearing you say need i was gonna bring this point up too i just think americans are low-key soft to be honest when you look at because i i think for the most part like there's european countries should have won the world wars what do you want (laughs) to say hey i'm not (laughs) Again, this is not. A, I'm not gonna feel bad for fucking. Being, I'm not, I'm not say, toiling away in the fucking hot sun. I, I like, know, and I'm not saying you should. I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying. I wish everyone could experience AC, but if you can't, then the day really you matter. get it, you'll I mean, really appreciate. Okay, look, I'm gonna be honest. Like, there's probably like five or six days where I wish I had air conditioning, growing up, 
of the year, but I feel like that's relatively doable. Granted, if I lived in Arizona, fuck yeah. You would need it. You know what I mean? And you would need need it. it. And I think Texas and certain parts. It goes beyond the luxury. It just... Becomes uncomfortably hot. And it makes me think, though, like, what about teams that... Or not teams. Countries that are in the fucking Sahara Desert. You know what I mean? In fucking Northern Africa. Like, what are they... Like, how do they... How do people survive there for billions of years? Well, Maybe I, not billions, but, you I know, think like, I've you seen, get the point. I think I've seen some crazy stuff. Like, some of those tribes, they'd use clay and mud to keep cool. Like, okay. They, they're, they're, again, it's infrastructure. How your country is built. Or not yeah. country, but how you build your buildings. Right. There's a reason why... Uh, there's there's something literally called the Soviet design, which don't ask me to go into that. I just know it's a thing. Of it was all everything. If you all look at Soviet buildings, like they're all the fucking same. Okay. And they're all the same because that was the whole Soviet mantra: is no one is better than the other. Like communism is everyone's the same. It's know? like a, a lot of suburb homes are kind of built like that too. Yeah, where, kind of. Yeah. Especially the newer ones popping up in like Irvine. I mean, well, suburbs are suburbs, but right. Point being is it's all about the infrastructure of your country. I mean, Europe is significantly different from the United States. Big time. So. I don't know. It's unfortunate that those poor souls don't have AC, but hey, it'll make you appreciate the day that you do get it. Yeah. Because let and me we, tell you, man, it's a life changer. Like <laughs> there are days sometimes where it's like, oh, it's 86 and it's humid, and you and I walk into the house and I'm greeted with 74 and cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I call me soft all you want, man. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Soft with a capital S. Yeah, I'm no, cool with that. I do moisturize my skin in my face. Like, I'm, okay. I'm cool with that, man. Good for you. Some, good for you. Sometimes it's like, it's just, that's not, it's not the life to go back. I heard humidity is good for your pores, though. Opens them up, you know? It's like kind of being in the steam room. I've never heard of that in my life. Never heard of that? Okay. Although I've never been in really severe humidity. Yeah, I'll, you have to I'll, go I'll to the that. south. And you never really left California, have you? No, although I did experience some serious putrid heat when I went to Vegas for the first time. Okay. Oh, That's dry heat, ago? Oh, dude, that... Oh, my God. Vegas and Arizona, known for dry heat. Yep, I experienced both. I Oh, I've been to Arizona and Nevada. Those okay. are the only two states I've been to. Um, both times in the summer i don't know why i chose that but sometimes that's how well that's just works. how it works yeah. yeah and i did experience that dry heat in fact there's a very famous or infamous depending on what you ask picture of me outside the hotel room very drunk slouched against the door just like <laughs> probably a mixture of drunkenness and dehydration and yeah. sleep deprivation mm. you know all in one but yeah heat is definitely a killer i mean there's a reason why what they can't have practice in like texas in july or something like they certain have, yeah temperatures it's, yeah it's like dude you're gonna kill someone right you know so all right. Beware of the heat. Also, PSA for your pets, because hashtag pet the dog or pet, yeah, pet the dog respectfully. Yeah, if, yeah. If it's too hot, respectfully yeah, pet respectfully the dog. pet the dog. Hashtag. <laughs> if you can't walk on the asphalt with your bare feet, then it's too hot for your dog. Yeah. So keep that in mind. We're talking about us, but your pets get hot too. They're man. more sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I, I would say, I just be wary good, of that. Good rule of thumb, especially now we're in summer. I mean, avoid walks from like 10:30 to pretty much like seven. <laughs> 1030 to the 6. The whole day. Just don't walk no, the whole day. No, I'm just, just saying. We live, on the, so, we live on the surface of the sun. Don't walk there all day. 1030 to no, 6. No, I feel that though. It's I, like a good yeah. seven and a half hour shift. See, it's so funny though. Like, we're talking about how in these next couple weeks it's going to get hot. If you really think about it, our main heat's going to be these next two months. And then it's going to start tapering off. Yeah. I mean, September is going to be warm. October will be warm. But it, it like these are the only two months. That, think about that. How lucky we are. Two months of the year, it's hot. Yeah. Like, hot. Right. And then after that, it's just warm. True. Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong, though. There's, like, the occasional off days. Like, I remember there was a year of Thanksgiving where it was, like, Ooh, 90 yeah, degrees. Yeah, I do remember that. I'll never forget that day. But, yeah, with the, with the rare exceptions and outliers, I think, yeah, Southern California, that's why so many people want to live out here. And it's fucking, there's apartments and new buildings being built. 
every day on different corners in different cities. But um, yeah, that's neither here nor there. I think we can move on to some of the things that we want to talk about. Are we going to go Again, sports first or non-sports related topics? I say non-sports related topics. You want to go non-sports related? Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll keep it interesting. We'll okay. keep it fun. Let's keep it funky. Yeah, that um, way you can skip ahead to later if you want to hear the sports. And if you don't want to hear the sports, well, boom, we got you right in the beginning. So the first thing we're going to talk about Yeah, is, biggest news? Well, no, I was just going oh. to talk about the ludicrousy of both you and Angel in the group chat. There was this weird, oh, tweet, what? There was this weird tweet that started making the rounds about if you had to choose one food to be removed forever. And it oh, was between steak, one. ribs, shrimp, fried chicken. Yeah, and fried chicken. <laughs> I, you say sorry, like yeah, that? I, don't, I don't know, but I said fried chicken easily, and yeah. I love canes, and that's not even fried, so... Like, chicken in general, I would forever cut out of my life, and I'd be happy. Why? Fried chicken, dog? Like, that's crazy. Like, dude, shrimp is fucking versatile. So shrimp is why versatile. Why would you want to give away shrimp? Shrimp is versatile. Uh, ribs. That's an, that's enough said. What did Angel and I say? Did you say ribs? You, you guys both... You guys... Yeah, no, one of you said... Yeah, I think... I think we both said One of you said ribs. ribs, and I think maybe Angel said steak, or either way, you guys both said I was wrong for choosing fried chicken, which I think is just absolutely I, I think you are wrong for fried chicken, so because just like how you said, no, no, hold on, just like how you said, uh, there's no the versatility shrimp. to fried yes, chicken. Yes, there is, dog. You can put it in a sandwich. No, you, you can't. You can dip it in like a sauce. When have you ever put fried chicken in a sandwich? When have the, you ever done that? What is do you is mean? there such thing as boneless fried chicken? Dave's hot chicken? Oh, you're actually that's talking not, about... No, fried chicken. That's not fried chicken, <laughs> That fucker. is fried chicken. No, it's not. That's a type of fried is chicken. Is Kane's fried chicken? Is Kane's fried chicken? Yes. No, what it's th- not. What, what is... What? KFC is fried chicken. That's what fried chicken is. But you can have... No, you can't because fried there's no chicken such without thing as bones in there's it too, no dog. there's no such thing as boneless fried chicken. That doesn't make it fried chicken. <laughs> because fried chicken is the type of chicken that is cut from, so come from the leg and the breast. Okay, fine. If we're going off of your model, my model. That's that's that what is fried, fried chicken, chicken is. has to have bones in it for some reason. Because so it's that the means thigh and, the and Dave's hot chicken and all the Chick Fil A, all these models that are super popular countrywide are not fried chicken. That's fine. No, they've never I, been fried. chicken. That's fine. I'll still take cane. <laughs> that's crazy. Alright, cool, sorry, we had like a little pause in the moment oh, right sorry there. about that guys No, you're good um, Dude, I'm taking fried chicken over all that shit I, I'm, I'm that sorry That is Fried nuts. chicken is very versatile Because then you could dip Okay, one, you could season the fried chicken with like a great southern Louisiana, right? But then there's you like Kentucky with, fried chicken you, you can put no, no, dry no, no, rubs no, hold on, hold on, on a no, 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 no. Then you could do barbecue fried chicken You can make fried chicken spicy You can make fried chicken all kinds Crazy. of different things You can make ribs spicy You can make shrimp spicy That's called Cajun actually I'd still would you rather can grill have shrimp. I'd still rather you can barbecue. Sh- no, you can grill shrimp. You can. Microwave I'm not talking shrimp. about shrimp. Okay, this is between ribs and fried chicken. Just are between we, ribs and fried chicken. Are we? Is that? Isn't that what we both selected? Well, uh, the only food out of that list that I'd forever be okay not eating again is fried chicken. And I disagree. I think you're doing a a great disservice to your country and to your body. Great disservice <laughs> to my country. Wow, that's nuts. I feel like fried chicken is an American thing too, dog. Like It is. Probably it, ribs are actually. I would argue ribs more so than fried chicken. But I just feel like, okay, there's less time in the li- in life that I've been craving ribs because one, ribs are a little bit like harder to eat and two. They're not hard. They're just messy. Messy. That's what I'm saying. Well, they're a little bit more difficult to like navigate and I just feel like. But they're fucking good. And chicken, fried chicken isn't? You know, every time I've ever had fried chicken, I don't feel great. I don't feel great. I love the skin. I mean, I do love the skin. You love the skin. You sound like a 10-year-old, dog. (laughs) I'm I'm being honest. Come on. I like the skin. I should. I said I mean, that shit too when I was like ten. I can't tell you the last time I've eaten KFC. Oh, okay. So maybe KFC. You keep bringing up KFC, right? KFC is like Kentucky Fried. That's Kentu- the only KFC's fried chicken. KFC is lower end. 
Oh, give, give me high end fried chicken. <laughs> I actually don't know. You said lower end, so <laughs> you you have no alternatives to my fucking answers here. Hold on, hold on. Let and me, I'm let the me brainstorm. One. Let me brainstorm. Oh my god. I would say Popeyes has a little bit more flavor than KFC. Unless you want your asshole ripped apart, sure. And then there's probably like hole in the wall mom and pop stops. That there you is can go roasted to. chicken. Have you ever had roasted chicken? What the fuck is roasted? No, I chicken? swear to Christ, what I is sw- roasted chicken. I don't know how. I don't want my ex- bros touching my chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. The next time do we have like maybe maybe when Alec is in town. We'll get roasted like, chicken. Dude, there's a spot right up right up this road. I kid you not. It's a little expensive. Actually it's very expensive. But it's very good, dude. I it's ve- I don't know how to explain it. It's like fried chicken, but it's not as greasy. Like it's a little more lean, but it's ah oh, dude, I, I But does it have the crunch from the outside? Oh fuck yeah, it's got the crunch. And the seasonings? Yes. Yes. How? It's called the chicken box. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how to explain it. And my family will only get it every once in a blue moon because it's very expensive to feed a family. Like, it's like yeah, yeah. 200 bucks, I think, for a whole fucking tray. <laughs> 200 bucks, dog? But what? it comes with a lot of chicken, though. <laughs> I'm, or maybe not 200. That's exactly. Said, but it's probably like you. 150. You guys like a family of 10. Well, no, I'm talking about cookouts or something. Okay. Yeah. But point being is roasted chicken is very good, but it is not exactly fried chicken. And I don't think... I will say Stater Brothers fried chicken is pretty That's good. That's what I'm saying. I do, Stater I Brothers, do enjoy that. Bonds, I just, I'm all sorry. those type of grocery stores. I'm sorry. There's been times in my life where I do crave a good steak. Shakey's? Come on, get, bro. You can't tell me Shakey's fried chicken didn't smack. I'll give you that. But they're fucking mojos. I, well, mojos aren't chicken. That's No, I'm just saying with yes. their mojos as a side. But I'm sorry. Between the steak, ribs, and shrimp, yeah, fried chicken's the least desirable for me. Okay, and fair enough. You know what? Everyone's entitled to their own wrong opinion, and, and you know what? How Sometimes... did I know you were going to just slip that in? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. I, I just think if we were... We'll put out a poll. We'll put out a poll on Twitter. How about this? Well, it's already been followers. on Twitter. I know, but I'm well, just I mean, saying we'll polled, put it on but... our own personal, see what our followers think. You know I mean, all like 10 of you. <laughs> yeah. But I just think, I think if we were to ask a majority of the people, which would they give up? I don't think fried chicken is the answer. Amongst the people that we know and that follow us. So you're an outlier. And it's okay to be an outlier. I mean, maybe. Lauren doesn't even like fatty food. So for sure, fried chicken's off of her well, list. But, but she also won't eat a good steak. I food. But she also won't eat a good... fattier. Well, she won't eat a good steak. That, she that's, won't. Okay. I, at least, I've yet to see. So. Right. Well, well, that remains to be seen. But ribs are fantastic. Shrimp ribs, is... Shrimp all is four just, of those are good. Like, that's a tough decision. If I had to give up one. It wasn't one. for me. I didn't think twice. I was like, fried chicken. <laughs> All right, we get it. You don't like fried chicken. This guy's like a fried chicken Nazi. What no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I dislike fried chicken. I just, when you stack it up against steak, ribs, and shrimp, it loses, like, easily. <laughs> like, okay. take a peewee football team and stack them up against the Raiders. Like, the Raiders are going to lose easily. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, yeah, that, that's that's the food take that I wanted to I thought you and Angel were incredibly wrong. Okay. That was on. fun. I had fun debating that, though. Yeah, I, yeah. As, uh, and we're going to have more fun talking about the morons who decided to board a submersible yeah. and find the Titanic for whatever reason. Because, I don't know. People are dumb. People are rich and have too much time, time on, on their, their hands. hands. And they're just like, let's just do different things. And Yeah, I don't so, know what was supposed to be achieved. I, I, I didn't read anything about the story. The only thing I've seen are the memes. Okay. And they've been hilarious. Okay. Oh, <laughs> can I share some facts then uh, about yeah. this weird submarine I love the news? Fact, I love that you have facts. Yeah, yes. I do. I have some facts. Because I figured one <laughs> of us... We are the cold, hard fact feel reporting like... <laughs> podcast record. Hey, man. It's summer break. I have a little bit more time on my hands. So I was able to do some research. So uh, this expedition on this submersible was ran by Ocean Gate Expeditions. Okay? Ocean Gate Expeditions. Ocean Gate. Yeah, not to be confused with Watergate. Ocean Gate. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> and so there was five pe- people on this submarine 
And uh, one of those was Stockton Rush, who was actually the CEO of said company, Ocean Gate Expeditions. Okay, we respect a man who puts himself in the way of danger. Right, he was a fucking captain that died with his ship, like literally. Okay. And we'll get into the story a little bit later, but he and four others wanted to explore the Titanic wreckage. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the Titanic huge famous cruise ship that who doesn't know i'm sorry <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but unless okay. you're five years old listening to this podcast <laughs> i'm sorry what to most okay famous, so you needed a refresher almost every boy's first glimpse of tits like oh yeah. my first time ever seeing nudity okay i shout out to kate winslet okay fair well anyways um <laughs> so the wreckage of the titanic is somewhere near the coast of cape cod which is in the massachusetts area oh, that i did not know yeah, so it's like in that, you know, New England area, um, a little bit further further north, though, towards, like, Canada, because that's where these group of people left from. They left from, actually, the Canadian border. And um, basically, come June 22nd, we found out that there was wreckage, or, not, yeah, I guess you could say wreckage, um, but it was remains from the submersible. So, Obviously, there's a lot I could get into, but basically what there you need to know is June 22nd, last Thursday, was there was a catastrophic implosion, basically because as they were submersing themselves into the water, as some of you may not know, as you go lower into the uh, ocean, the pressure becomes a little bit tighter. Just kind of like when you go up into the atmosphere, there's less and less oxygen. Well, for a similar, but not the exact same, for a different reason, when you go down into the ocean, um, certain what's the word I'm looking for, vehicles aren't meant to sustain that sort of pressure. So a lot of scientists have come out and said that their theory, because there's no proof, right? There's no video evidence, there's no pictures. All there is is the remains. There's just a couple of pieces of the submersible that floated up to the water that people have found, but there's actually like nothing left and people are kind of tripping out because like, where are the bodies? And I feel like that they got pulverized. mystery, yeah, that mystery in itself kind of led to it becoming a big meme, especially on Twitter and other social medias. But I feel like, you know, the pressure just got to them. And I've never seen something just like, what was the word? Cat catastrophic implode. Catastrophically imploded. Implode upon itself? Yeah. So I don't know what that looks like. I don't think if anyone can know what that looks like. Probably but if you could just, just imagine like a cartoon. Yeah. Just like disappearing into nothing. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what happened to these people. <laughs> and then the orcas went bang, bang, bang. <laughs> Send more millionaires. Bang, bang. <laughs> Dude, those orcas are feasting tonight, man. That's really what happened. I, I don't think the orcas feasted on anything. I think the people died. The like, krill, dude. <laughs> They're eating these people with their microscopic skills. Yeah. Oh, my God. I shouldn't be laughing, but, like, it's just, like, you fuck around with stupid shit. Yeah, what do you, you think's going to happen? You find out about you know, stupid and, shit. And what's even more funnier is that, like, the Titanic is really far down. Like, yeah. really, really, really far I'll down. Get to the exact number it's is 13,000 so... feet down, dog. That's yeah. like, I think that's the equivalent, I could be wrong, but I think that's the equivalent of Mount Everest. Just like downwards. Inverted? <laughs> Inverted, yeah. Um, I, like a vagina. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. It's so dark down there. <laughs> yes, very. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I pull a, a very it's, funny quote? It's so dark and wet down there that you can't even see. Yeah. I want to pull a funny quote because I actually read up on some articles <laughs> from CNN, right? And... Uh, so this guy that I was telling you about, right, uh, his name was Stockton Rush. He was the uh, CEO. And I think it was funny because a lot of people, like, after this news had broke, a lot of people, like, had described Stockton Rush as, like, when they talk about him, 
as like someone who's very like risk taker he doesn't really have a lot of like safety precautions and i'm trying to find the actual quote because i think it's okay so this is an actual quote from Stockton Rush, the CEO of Ocean Gate Expeditions, who died on the submersible. But he said, quote, at some point, safety is just pure waste, end quote. Another open quote is another sentence. I mean, if you want to be safe, don't get out of bed. Don't get out of your car. Don't go. Don't do anything, end quote. And I just thought that was funny. So do you think he that lived and died by the sword? <laughs> you know do I mean? you think that his memorial will just be a jar of water? <laughs> And just be like, we got this from the area. <laughs> Rest in peace. I don't know. I don't. I think they would just have like a picture. And <laughs> is it a closed casket? Yeah. Well, there's no <laughs> casket, dog. You know, you know, it's probably the cheapest funeral that there is for a billionaire. Oh fuck, dude. Uh, well, R.I.P. to those five adventures. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry that your families are subjected to the dark humor that is online, but. I don't know. I couldn't even... It's not even like... It'd be different if they died trying to explore this new species of squid that was found. Yeah. They're try, no, they're trying to... See the Titanic. Which I guess I suppose is a noble cause in and of itself. But when comments like that surface, no pun intended, and... <laughs> <laughs> I like what you did there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's hard, to, it's hard to have sympathy for what I feel is just arrogance and yeah, overall just you know I'm rich so I'm above the laws of right. physics and it's like you're not no and 100% you get you get what you get you know why that submersible didn't last either they like skimped on like some of the like no I was gonna say this is kind of funny too but oh. like because it wasn't a yellow submarine <sighs> shout out to the Beatles we all live in Yellowstone. We're going to hell. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to hell. But I've already, yeah, I already knew that. So I, I just last thing I'll say about this topic, I think it's weird what becomes like trending on Twitter because some things make sense, right? When when it's election season, elections, you know, when it's the World Series, baseball, you know, when it's when certain moments happen, right? But then there's these occasional things, and and not saying that a submarine implodes every week no that's it's a kind of a rare thing but like i don't know I, I just think it's kind of random how a news piece like this kind of became big circulation is actually like a lot of my students and my athletes that i coach were the ones who were talking about it first you know i i, I don't think i saw anything maybe till this past weekend but i had students that were talking about it last friday and i was kind of like what like submarine like what, you, what the fuck are you guys talking about and then i started seeing it on my news feed that weekend so already a couple days after they had but it was just it's kind of weird i guess what gets trending um if that makes sense you know what i mean i i think it was just more the uh the memes yeah I mean, that's, yeah that's all I've ever yeah, seen. yeah the orcas the fucking yeah I, I think it's funny like there was someone posted a picture of the submarine ride at disneyland like, <laughs> it's you like know you what? know what i think i'm, I'm good. good yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like debra yeah. that shit was too funny not I, to saw, I saw this one this instagram reel this will be the last one and we'll move on i saw this instagram reel where it was like when you get the ox in the sub and it's like how am i supposed to breathe with no air? and it's like oh i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> just keep on trying to skip there's a bunch of songs about no air <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny like i think what's funny about all this is that none of that happened like they didn't die an excruciating death they probably were like oh shit <laughs> like, i don't even know if they got a chance like, to say oh shit like, dog it was just it was just they were and then they weren't 
<laughs> like that must have been the most peaceful way to go out. I mean, right? Like, yeah. They didn't even know. Like, if I had they just ended up in heaven. Like, what the fuck happened? If I, I had, <laughs> <laughs> if I had to pick a way to go, I'd want to be just catastrophically just fucking implode. crushed. Yeah, just <laughs> implode, blow up, just be nothing. Just <laughs> for where where I once was, there's just a shadow of me. I'm just like, what happened? It's like, so like basically like die of like a nuclear bomb. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. I can yeah, see that yeah, kind of being kinda, cool. Yeah, I'm, well, I wouldn't say it's cool, but like I won't feel anything. It'll just it'll yeah. be a bright bright light, and that's it, gone, done. I'm literally dust on the wall. Oof. Yeah, that'd be insane. And then they'll be like, "What happened to that guy?" I'm like, he had too much riz. <laughs> <laughs> the Rizzler. <laughs> the Riz God. Shout out to Daniel Martinez, wherever you are out there. He called me the Riz God that night. Yeah. I was. Did he call you Osama Riz Laden? <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. Adolf Rizzler? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Mauser Rizzler? <laughs> uh, <laughs> alright, alright, we'll stop, we'll stop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wasn't ready for that one. Osama Bin Rizzler. <laughs> Adolf Rizzler. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Anyways, um, <clears throat> so yeah, rest in peace to the people and the families that were on the submersible. Yeah, R.I.P. He gave us a good laugh. Yeah, a couple other things that we can get to non-sports. So, Where did you want to go next? Well, what the fuck? Why? Why is Netflix being canceled? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So this was something I saw trending on Twitter. Did they stop sharing passwords? Yeah. So basically. Oh really? I guess right. Yeah, you you oh. guessed pretty much. It's in I the mean, ballpark. I, I assume that's why everyone hates the, it now. This found. I think we were gonna talk about it last week, but we didn't get a chance to record. But this was a something that popped up on my timeline. Uh, I saw like one tweet that had the hashtag cancel Netflix, right? And just curiosity, I was like, oh, I wonder how many tweets there are of this. And this was like, you know, two weeks ago. And there was a lot. There was a lot of tweets. And basically this month, in the month of June, um, I don't know if it's been affecting all parts of the United States. But in the UK, Canada, and a large portion of the United States, the Netflix has been cracking down on password sharing. And so they've limited their Netflix account to one address. Mm. Now, a lot of, you know, I think, you know, it off of first glance or off of first word or first hearing this, I think that's a solid idea, right? It seems like to solve the issue. Granted, I don't think it's that big of an issue, but if Netflix finds that they're losing a lot of money, then so be it, right? But a lot of the tweets that I saw were complaining about Netflix's insensitivity. Is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Their lack of sensitivity or their lack of awareness for instances where a lot of divorced parents were complaining, right? A wow. lot of yeah, because they're sharing parent. Wow, that's you know interesting. Mean? The kid lives in two households and they have to have two accounts now. If that makes sense. Um, people who go on vacation back in the day, I mean, literally before a month ago, you were able to like log into your Netflix account if you were on vacation across the. The country. Oh yeah, you know we did I mean? that. Lauren and I did that at the hotel. Exactly, yeah, and now no you're shit. no longer able to do those things because really? wow. they're limiting the account to one address. So there was a lot of like those very peculiar instances, and it seemed like I got a lot of traction. I don't know if you know. Obviously, only time will tell if Netflix is losing a lot of numbers, and you can see how their stock is doing. Again, I think sure it was a pretty significant issue, but. It seemed like a lot of people were fed up with Netflix. And again, this was a lot of like parents and people who vacation or whatever. So it feels very niche. But I just found that interesting because, you know, I know password sharing is a pretty big thing. Not just in our generation. I just want to say in general, right? When it comes to all the 
the different streams, uh, streaming platforms. And it just makes me, now I'm thinking like in the future, what if these other streaming platforms follow suit, right? I know like I share my ESPN Plus password with you Yeah, I'm going to have Alec. to like get my own. No, I'm just, just saying. Just for the simple fact that I've had problems logging, trying to log into yours. Yeah. So it's like, I'm just going to have to just bite the bullet and do the end. No, I mean, if you have to, you have to, right? Yeah, I, I mean, it's you not can terrible. Write it out. Yeah, it's yeah, not You can write it out terrible. as long as you can. But I, I do worry in, if we live in a world like that, right? where all these streaming platforms are limiting it to one address because then it becomes like cable again, right? Because I think it was funny, right? Literally like 10, 12 years ago, we were all trying to get rid of cable. <clears throat> Not saying we, but like more like... Uh, our parents. Right, our parents and that generation of people who are owned homes. You know, cable would always, no matter what cable company you had, they would always kind of get more and more expensive and yeah. sometimes give you add-ons that you didn't necessarily ask for and there's a lot of wasted channels. And then here comes these streaming platforms where it's like, oh, this is really great. But then there's so many now that it if adds you, up, dude. You're yeah. paying essentially the same as cable, which right. is it, it's the irony of the situation. Now everyone's kind of clamoring to kind of go back, right? Because it's like, okay, you have an you have an HBO Max account, right? Now you've got a Netflix account, right? Then you've got a Hulu account, right? And you've got an ESPN Plus account, right? And then you've got a Spotify account, and you have Apple TV, and then you maybe. Have an Apple TV maybe account, Peacock, maybe there's Peacock, Paramount, yeah, and the Paramount. Dude, there's like, like all you know. What I mean, that's eight alone that we just named, right? And that I, are each probably ten dollars, so that's eighty dollars. They're a like month? ten to fifteen, yeah. Ten, yeah, depending on what you Disney can get. Plus, no I ads. Do we say oh. Disney Plus? Well, I, yeah, okay, that's another ten dollars, like. Dude, like at that point, you're almost spending a hundred and something dollars right. a month for eight different or nine different platforms. And it exactly it adds up to the equivalent. I blame of what ESPN. We pay for it, it all comes. Let's just blame ESPN. Everything all goes back <laughs> I think to the it goes evil back four to letter Disney dog. Uh, although well, I will yeah, say, Disney, shout out to Disney did buy out ESPN. Yeah, I, I will fuck. say this though, because you know my ESPN Plus account, maybe it's logging you out. Too, I didn't even think about it, because like three months ago, I bought the Disney Plus bundle, uh, which was Disney Plus Hulu. Hulu and ESPN Plus. Oh, nice. And so that was cool, but I kept it. It should be. That's why it's under the same email oh, and the same yeah. password. Maybe just uh, it restarted everything. I mean, but I don't know. I've just had issues. I've just had issues. But you know what? I just at this point now, in terms of just fantasy sports, like it's got to do it for me, so I can just be on my laptop and yeah. like my team is already. You know, oh, it's giving yeah, yeah. me. You don't have to log back. Like, and I don't have to worry about fucking yeah. up your because there's one time where like I made movements and I was like, oh shit, this is my team. Like, <laughs> oh shit, do that real quick. That's yeah. why I fucking lost. No, I'm just kidding. Fuck, I hope. No, not. no, no. But yeah, it's just like so, at this point now, and I think I would use ESPN Plus enough to justify the hundred dollars annually. But I, well, I would recommend getting the Disney Plus bundle because for those three services, uh, I think I, I think I play sixteen, sixteen a month, sixteen ninety nine. But see, I'll never use Disney Plus. You say that, but if you continue dating Lauren, isn't she kind of like a Disney person? Yep, yeah, she's already got Disney Plus. But then that's fine. Let's say you guys. Well, I guess it depends on like. Is it her mom's or is it hers? Because, like, when you guys move out in the future, like, are you going to be able to take that with you? You want to know it... what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to cross that bridge when I get there. Okay. Fair, Until yeah. then, I'll just yeah. worry about the annual ESPN Plus, mine, for FCS football and all my fantasy football What about football Hulu? Games. You don't want Hulu? It's always Sunny's on Hulu. I have her Hulu. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll, again, we'll cross that bridge Yeah, you'll we'll cross that there. bridge when you get there. So, yeah, it's just, uh, it's just expensive to have access to the it things is. you want. It you is. You know, and it's just kind of sometimes it's like... Why? Oh, oh, it's that time of the year. Um, yeah. Why can't we just have cable, but for streaming services? Like, someone needs to invent a platform that all these other streaming services can be on, and you can pay one fucking cable. I'm basically talking cable. I, I think there. <laughs> I'm yeah. basically describing well, cable. And hear me out. I think there are like black market things that people do too. Like, uh, uh, you know, I know people who have those fire sticks that are jailbroken. 
and they yeah, have. I know of the website to watch illegal NFL games. Right, and I think sort of. those are ways that people get around it. But then there's like the sketchiness, and sometimes you have to deal with people that you don't necessarily trust. Right, it's not like you can call a customer service line like you would for Spectrum or for Hulu. Yeah, it's or like Disney. hey, Asian porn keeps popping on my TV now. Yeah, it's, it's like, like what is this? You know what I mean? I've been hacked by Russian spies. No, but I yeah. think um, it's an interesting again. Where all this is extra, I'm not saying like these are all necessities to life, but you know, we all grown accustomed to these things and accustomed to these services. So I'll be interested to see. That's one thing for you, the listener, to keep an eye on for for future streaming services to maybe follow suit with Netflix and kind of get a similar idea. Uh, I hope not, but <sighs> only time will tell. Fucking Netflix. Fuck Netflix. I don't even watch Netflix anymore. I only watch it for like Stranger Things and I, a few like. Dude, I saw season one of Stranger Things. Never watched anything after that. Yeah. Saw Big Mouth season one. I've seen all oh, these Big seasons of Big great. Mouth, but it, it got less and less funny, in my opinion, as it went on. I think it's just hard to... Replicate the... <clears throat> yeah. Replicate the same success you have. So, it, yeah. it takes a long time. I I'm, mean... I'm not a big Netflix guy. Like, if I had to lose Netflix, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be okay. Like, I don't... How would you... Okay, how would you rank the, the streaming platforms? Or what do, you, what do you say, like, the top three? If you had to just choose three... I don't three. really watch TV, though. See, that's, that's okay, my issue. That's fair. Like, I'm, I'm on HBO Max, and I'm watching The Wire, and that show oh, came sure. out in, like, 2002, you know? So, I don't know. It... I, I, I genuinely don't know. I'm going to say Hulu because okay. it has more of the comedies and irreverent comedies that I'd like to watch, but... I, uh, yeah. yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. I, I, dude, uh, maybe I'm a one-dimensional kind of guy, but get home most of my time. I mean, at least during baseball season, I'm watching baseball. So you would just... That's what I'm saying. You would just elect to have... I, I guess you would say MLB TV is your number one streaming service. Yeah, and then, like, I have YouTube. You know what I mean? Like, well, YouTube's not really a streaming service you pay for. Well, no, there is YouTube TV, but no, I don't. Pay right, for, I, I don't. You just have you. Well, I just YouTube. have YouTube. Like I watch YouTube. Yeah, like, but you don't have to like pay a monthly subscription for YouTube. No, not at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, saying. you could if you were fucking cared about the thirty-second ads. Like they get annoying, but they do. And I, but I'll I would never, never pay for YouTube Premium. Yeah, I would never. It's like paying for OnlyFans. Like what? Yeah, for real. Like, Come on, sorry, dude. man. Yeah, yeah. I'm not 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 gonna do <laughs> I'll just that. Go off the screenshots. <laughs> 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 don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I guess if I had to rank them in terms of what I use the most, would be HBO Max, Hulu, and then Netflix. Okay. I can't tell you the last show I did watch on Netflix. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Well, that's enough with cancel Netflix. Cancel them. Cancel them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them and buck them. Until another good show comes around. Yeah. So which way you want to go with this? We got a lot of baseball and then some football. Yeah, I think um, some of the baseball we could do some quick hitters. Yeah, I want to say let's can, let's contract. Let's try that again. <laughs> Let's congratulate the LSU Tigers for winning the College World Series. That's a good way to get into it. Yeah. Yeah. They absolutely creamed Florida. 19 to 4 was the final score of game three. So, for those of you who don't know, College World Series is the best of three series. Let me just give you some stats from this whole entire series because I think it's pretty wacky. Now, normally, I can't say I remember other College World Series and how the games went and stuff like that. I'm going to be lying if I said I watched any. I watched highlights, but I didn't watch any of it live, right? The Oral Roberts games were fun. They, they oh, were a Cinderella that was yes. worth rooting for. Yeah, I did definitely tune into the Oral Roberts game. That was, what, almost like two and a half, three weeks ago now? Two weeks but, ago. Yeah. But, so, it came down to LSU and the University of Florida, two SEC schools. Shocker. Um, game one, it featured Ty Floyd, the starting pitcher for the Tigers. He had 17 strikeouts. Mm. However, he didn't factor into the decision because 
Game went into extra innings. LSU came out victorious 4-3 to three on a walk-off in the bottom of the 11th inning. Dang, that's wild. So they take game strikeouts. one. I heard about that. I didn't yeah. realize it was game one. Yep, so game one, Ty Floyd slicing and dicing the Florida Gators. Um, and then Sunday, <laughs> University of Florida beats the brakes off of LSU. You want to you have any guesses of what the score was? I was wasn't it like twenty three to five or something? Very close, twenty four to four. Oh, so yeah, very okay. similar to that Colorado Rockies and Angels game yeah. uh, this past weekend. Jesus, yeah. Yeah, Florida beat it, beat them twenty four to four. They had six home runs, twenty three hits. Surprisingly enough, which isn't the most in College World Series history, because we'll get into that in just a six second. Six home runs. Six home runs. Yeah. Was no, not. I'm talking twenty three hits. Mm. Yeah. So you know who had the most hits in a College World Series game? Vanderbilt. Nope, the LSU Tigers, because in game three today, or not today, Monday, uh, they defeated Florida 18-4, and they used 24 hits. So they had one more hit than Florida did in game two, so they now have the most hits in a College World Series game. Um, they have seven championships, which is second to who? USC. USC, which just kind of sounds funny, because like, I feel like, I mean, I, I get it, it's like a long history, and it hasn't been in our lifetime, but like... USC, you would have considered them a baseball powerhouse they in the past 20 years, but they, they were, were. They were. They were, and they have 12. Open up your um, history books. Right, they and were. LSU has the second most at seven. And uh, some fun facts. Uh, this now makes it four straight titles won by an SEC school. You want to guess the last three? Yeah. Uh, one is Florida. Nope. Okay, I'll give you some hints. Oh, yeah, Two yeah, yeah. are in the same state. Oh, uh, Ole Miss won. Yes. So, and then Mississippi State. Yes. And then Vanderbilt. Correct. Those are the last four. Oh, I got it? Yeah. So, oh, SEC. Ole Miss, Ole Miss, Vanderbilt. Ole Miss, Mississippi Vanderbilt, State. Mississippi State. That's three. And, and then LSU. Four, oh, LSU. LSU this year. Oh, I thought you said four, the last four. Because I only named three. Well, I counted, I'm counting this oh, year. Oh, this year too? Okay. Yeah. Right. So, they have now won four straight College World yeah, Series titles. It, the SEC is the best conference in college baseball. Yeah. And I, and I will say this, shout out to their ace, um, Paul Skeens, who won Most Outstanding Player of the College World Series. I want to shout him out because he's an Orange County kid, went to El Toro High School down in that oh, Mission shit. Viejo area. And he actually, what's cool, you know, obviously the transfer portal is big in college football, but he was actually originally attending Air Force and then transferred to LSU um, in the College World Series. He pitched 32 and a third innings. Only gave up four earned runs and struck out 42 batters. So he definitely kept the Tigers in. He didn't patch, pitch in the series against the Florida Gators. He was ready to pitch in game three in relief, kind of like Madison Bumgarner did in the World Series. But they didn't need him because they were blowing him out so bad. So he just got to chill. I wonder when they're going to go from a game, a three game series to a five game series. I think it's a lot of baseball in June. I, I feel like that would be tough on a team. I. <laughs> I think it's exciting, yeah, because you add an extra game. There's a little bit more intensity, but like I don't know, man. Just but three think game about series it. seems too short. Yeah, but dude, they're from the time that their conference play ends at the end of May, right? Then you get into the the regionals and then super regionals, and it's just a lot of baseball. And, and sometimes they're doing double headers or back to back days. Uh, it, it sounds, you know, I don't want to say ironic, but. Just to play devil's advocate, you know what I mean? Like, aren't these kids, quote-unquote, students? You know what I mean? Like, shouldn't we, like, not be overworking them like they're professional paid athletes? I don't know. NIL kind of messes that all up. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, like, a best of three for the College World Series at the end of that taxing, like, 
process to even get there. Uh, I, I think it, I think it works. Eh, that's whack. Okay. Best of three is fucking whack. Give Fair. me five. Fair. Five or nothing. Five or nothing. Like, I don't know. It just seems so, like, you win game one. It's like the winner of game one, I think 95% of the time goes on to win it. Right. Like, I want some more variance. I want the losing team to have more of a fighting chance. Right. You know? I don't know. I, you could be right. But I just wish it was game five. And me personally, I only watch college baseball to bridge to bridge the off time between yeah, there's like off a month season span. to MLB. Like, really... College baseball coverage in general needs to get better on ESPN's part and, like, everyone's part. So the day that it gets better, I think I could watch it more consistently. But, you know, sometimes the broadcasts are just really shitty. I was going to say, one thing I find interesting is, like, you know, it's... I'm sure there's other sports like this, too, but, like, there's no college baseball guy. Like, I was watching... I did watch a couple, you know, early regional games and some super regional games, whether it was Oral Roberts from Oregon, but, like, the Vanderbilts and Tennessees and other schools that were in the mix, right? Um, when you're watching these games on ESPN, it's a lot of the like Monday night or Sunday night baseball guys, right? Yeah. It's those guys, and, and no offense to them, but you could tell that they're calling a game, like kind. Of, I don't want to say it as like a side thing, but it's it's, it's not, not their, their main it's thing, not right? It's not Kirk Herbstreet um, with freaking college football. You know what I mean? It's not. I forgot the hockey guy's name, but um, you know the guy with the long any. hair. They always bringing him for a- analyst type stuff. You, uh, you would know if I showed you a picture, you know what I mean? But it's like there's different guys, and obviously like NBA, NFL, those guys, those sports have a lot of dedicated guys to that sport because those are the bigger sports. I get it. I'm not saying college baseball should have 20, 30 people, but I think if you could have a solid broadcast, you know, of at least two to three guys, and that way when it comes to college baseball play, uh, postseason, you have these recognizable voices that well, right. have been doing it's, it the past it's, ten it's years, a- not just the MLB Tonight guys. It's a double-edged sword. You want to grow the game, and you want to, you want more people to watch, but it's like more people aren't going to watch if the product you're putting out shit. You know, there's tons of college baseball to watch on ESPN+. Plus. But right. Some of those broadcasts are like one camera fixed. Well, yeah, because that's... Like, well, that's... Okay, I like that. They, don't get me wrong. The expansion of ESPN+, Plus and then broadcasting all those like mid-major schools and even some of the Power 5 schools is great, but it's a lot of the schools broadcast. So, I mean, like, think about it like Sac State. Like, they just have, like... I think they have two cameras, but, like, it's the same guy, like, who would be brought, not Reifenberg, obviously, but, like, the guy who would be broadcasting in that, like, bleachers. They don't even have a press box. You remember John Smith Field at, right. at Sac yeah, State? There no there's box. no press box. And, like, homies just out there. Sometimes they have a canopy up. But, like, there's just two cameras around the field. Like, a lot of these schools are jumping at their opportunity, yes, but, like, they weren't made for fucking... TV broadcasting, See, so and, it's and that's just, when I think it's upon, it it's on ESPN or Disney, whomever, somebody <laughs> to be like, hey, if we're gonna put this product out and we're gonna sell these people on this exclusive premium, come watch college baseball. This is the only place you can get college baseball. Then make it worth my fucking time. They can afford to do it for college football. But college football brings in more money. I mean, I'm I not. Mean, does it? I'm really? not in their. Fi- does, I'm does not in UConn's their finance football. Book? Does UConn's football yes. team bring in more money than? And the answer is yes, but I'm saying, like, realistically, like, don't tell me that. And then every FCS school that they put on is fucking... Some of those teams they put on are... UMass is on fucking ESPN+, Plus, and they went 1-11 last year. Right, but that's like, sometimes based off of... You can't predict whether a team does bad or not. I mean, sometimes... I'm just saying, I guess there are small schools on ESPN+, Plus for football, right. that have quality broadcast that you can probably do that for baseball and still allow the students to broadcast it and run it but give them some money put a little money into it and the product would look better and you'd have someone like me that didn't watch college baseball for one month i don't even think you need 
to pay those people a lot because at the end of the day like it's good exposure it's good work experience for them i mean and you know at the end of the day you can kind of be like you can put on a resume i worked in conjunction with espn right and whether you're a camera person or actual broadcaster there's really no good coverage of college baseball there's d1 baseball but dude d1 baseball access like to pay for the subscription is stupid expensive yeah like hey hey. really gotta get into it yeah well you have to really i think it's like 50 dollars, 78 like it's kind of expensive for like access to oh, articles and a scoreboard, like yeah, yeah. But they, they're the ones God. who do the rankings and everything too, correct? Yeah, and those like the, the those lead. are what college baseball uses, and it's just like, but dude, like, I don't know. I do love college baseball. I love the uniqueness of it. I love the atmosphere of it. As most as most collegiate af- athletic or most collegiate af- athletics have that uniqueness to it. It's just sometimes it's like I can't justify spending that money. Yeah, I'm not. I barely watch. I, I struggle watching college baseball into. the the first couple weeks of MLB and then I let MLB take over and I watch yeah. MLB from here on out. Right. So. Okay. Well, as we transition to some other topics, I want to ask you, do we stay with baseball or do we go with the college theme? Because we were uh, just talking about college We can college just finish baseball. off on baseball because I think okay. there's some quick hitters. I mean, we don't have to dwell too much, but. Well, the biggest thing I want to talk about, Dodgers Angels. Well, two yeah, game Dodgers, series well, last week. Two series, yeah. Two big That's series that two the Dodgers series. had. Yeah, two-game series last week. No, no, say two big series, the Angel series and the Astro series that they just had. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, but let's start with the Angels and Dodgers because I, you know. I actually didn't watch either of those games. Oh, wow, okay, so talk to about that. Like, why, as you, a hardcore Dodger fan, didn't watch those? I don't know. I mean, shit, dude. Okay. You do get burnt out of baseball. It does happen. I, I just thought you would have <laughs> I mean, loved. dude, I've been watching. I ba- thought you would have loved to watch these games, talk uh, shit on the, the Angels uh, fan base, you, I'm, the I'm, Angels franchise. I told that, you. I'm eh. I'm surprised you didn't even go to these games. That's crazy. Eh. I told you, man. Sometimes you just, life, either things are just more important in life or you just, it's just not as important. Like, I still love baseball. So but, you have no thoughts on them sweeping the Angels 2-0? to zero Well, technically, nights? it's not a season sweep. Right, yeah. but in that two, in that my two one game thought series, is that I'm glad we hit Otani. Like I'm glad we beat Otani. That was cool. Yeah. Um, yet again, I mean, I guess if you want me to really get into it, yet again, the Angels are proving they're a pro, pro, they are a perennial third place team. This was their best shot this season to be a real contender in the AL West, and they're not. Right. Enough said. They're a fringe I, contender. I, enough said. They're not for the AL West. They're gonna make the playoffs, but right. that's because they expanded the playoffs. Well, no, I don't think but I think. I really don't think they're a playoff team. I also think that the Rangers are, like, super hot. Like, I mean, obviously, if they oh, finish I think the first. Angels, I think the Rangers are for real. I think we're past the point uh, okay. of them being hot. I right. Think, but I was saying, like, no one saw that coming. No, of course not. That's no. what I'm saying. So, like, yeah. I don't know. But everyone saw the Angels. The exact, what they're doing, everyone oh, yeah, saw yeah. that. There's I think nothing, they're, honestly, I think they're it's, doing it's a little bit. It's almost laughable. But they're doing a little bit better than what I think a lot of it's, people it's saw It's almost laughable if you plugged in 30 seasons worth of MLB statistics, history, and trends. Plugged it into an AI generator and said generate division standings. I guarantee you, Angels still fucking end up in third place. Yeah. It's almost laughable how it's cookie cutter, okay. like exactly. And it's even more laughable that Anthony Rendon again has yeah, spent more time on the IL than he has on the fucking baseball field. That was such a bad um, signing. I mean, Mike, now we Mike Trout is. Hindsight, but. I don't want to say he's declining, but it's like he's he definitely. He's not, on a slump. Well, I don't want to say he's declining. He's on a slump. Well, he's may he may have maybe he's not declining, but I think Mike Trout has hit the. Um, plateau point of his career now where he's really good and he's gonna be great but he's not gonna be MVP great the only MVP on that team is Shohei Otani and even then he's gone next year I don't think the Angels resign him I think people are overreacting to the Mike Trout thing it's well I don't think there's anything wrong every player just just has slumps and and hot streaks well I don't I I haven't been paying attention to Angel Baseball I don't know if he's like 
not hitting as well. I just I know think he was like one for like his last like or oh, not, that happens. Not as of today, but yeah, he was like one for like twenty eight at one point. Yeah, that happens. I don't he know. He was missing it's just, a lot of fastballs. You know, again, it's like the Angels are just they're they're relevant to their fans, but outside of that and outside of Shohei, like who who really cares? You know? Okay. Well, and fair. The Dodgers are they're in their own fucking world of the Diamondbacks are, are 2017 levels of good again. Yeah. And they might be like that for the next two, three years at least. So we'll see how that plans out. I think right now, between the National League Rookie of the Year, it's probably between him and James Outman. But I foresee Corbin Carroll yeah. with, the, with the consistency winning that easily. No uh, Spencer Strider? He's making That's a right. He's still too. a rookie. Nah, I think Carroll's had the consistency. Strider slumped off a little. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. No, I'm saying Strider stumped off a little. Outman for a, a weird time oh, yeah. was benched. I'm, honestly, Outman the last like yeah, month, I wouldn't have benched month is, him. Month yeah, has been crazy. So, I just I think Corbin, you got to give give it to, for for Carroll for the consistency. He's been consistently good defensively and offensively. Probably one of the brighter offensive spots for the Diamondbacks outside of what Guriel. Yeah, I would say yeah, well so. outside for hitting wise, right? Yeah, I think yeah. Cattell, well, Cattell Marte has been a bright spot too. He won't get the the national love, but. It's good to see Cattell Marte back to his 2019 form. Um, the reason why they gave him that big contract to begin with. But the one thing I'll kind of transition into this, I think whether it's Corbin Carroll, James Outman, Miguel Vargas, and other players that are not on our favorite teams, I do think that the MLB has a really nice opportunity because there is a lot of good, exciting young players to mm-hmm. watch in the major leagues. I was watching the Cincinnati Reds take on the Baltimore Orioles. Oh, yeah, the Reds are Both really teams fun. are very are filled with young players. And I would say both the Orioles and the Reds are competing in their own pennant races in their own divisions. Granted, the Orioles are looking up to the Rays, and they might never ever catch them, but Probably they not. have a, a strong wild card chance. And then the because the NL Central is so bad, the Reds have a strong chance. The Reds to make and the, the Brewers are going to swap. I bet you down to the last like two weeks of the season. Yeah, and, and that'll and, be fun. You know, I, I think what's cool is ob- obviously there's a lot of players that have one or two great seasons. So I know having sustained success at this major league level is something very difficult and the only time will tell if these players do have the sustained sustained success that we've seen other players in the past but it's nice because for a long time not a long time but it feels like for the fast three or four years uh, uh-oh 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 we got a little oopsie here on air yeah we have a little oopsie oh, we're all right though are we okay okay yeah. yeah we're okay we just dropped it on the laptop keyboard but nothing paused we're still good to go we rolling baby um, but again, I'm not here to name off a bunch of players, but I do know like each team, I would say of the 30 MLB teams, there's like 28 teams that have one or two or sometimes even more exciting young players that I think could be really special. And this is kind of like, it feels like we're on the verge of something special with the MLB, especially as, you know, all the rule changes and things are played a little bit differently now and they've been h- Hurting to get new fans I mean, and keep I, the younger fan a, base. I've been an avid MLB watcher now since 2017 or 2016 in earnest. Yeah. And like, I think the league has been great all those years. I think just true, but you didn't have the, a plethora of exciting players that. Okay, because in the NBA and the NFL, that's something that's really stood out in the past. Since you started watching in 2016, you had a ton of exciting NFL and NBA breakout superstars, right? Where there was the Donovan Mitchells. The freaking uh, Josh Allen's, Patrick Mahomes, like there's been so many people that come out during that time. Since that time in baseball, yes, I'm not saying there's been no people who've come out and been great since that time, um, but it hasn't been to the same extent, right? I think like especially like the AFC for football, 
there's like seven, eight, nine great quarterbacks, you know what I mean, in that division. And that's not something you've seen in baseball to the same extent. Um, while there have been great players here and there, right, like the Ronald Acuna's, you know what I mean, the Ozzy Albies. But even people like, okay. Ozzy Albies, Ronald Acuna, Aaron I, I Judge. Say, remember how people, yeah, and Aaron Judge, I feel like finally kind of hit pay dirt last year. But there was a couple of disappointing seasons by Judge. Um, Javi Baez kind of well, fell off. His rookie year, and I don't, I don't think Judge has had any di- disappointing seasons. He ask a Yankee fan, ask uh, well, Pinstripe Eddie <laughs> on Twitter. He he'll tell you that. I feel like Yankee fans are a certain breed of just like. But there was no, because there was just like you were saying how Anthony Rendon, like I think in his first few seasons, like Judge missed a good chunk of time, well, and it's like Giancarlo okay. Stanton for sure. Giancarlo well, oh, Stanton's yeah. always freaking hurt. Yeah, okay, but Judge as well. Yeah, and I'm okay. saying Judge had his healthiest and best year. And granted, he broke the home or the AL home run record, right? So I think uh, that shows a lot of what his potential is. The point being, though, is I, I think there's a lot of superstars um, in the making in baseball. And it's really special for baseball fans like us. But hopefully, you know, listeners of the show, whether you're a baseball fan or not, you can kind of get excited about these young players. Yeah, there's a core collection of fucking young players. And, and every year, every year, I just think it's now it's getting more and more hype because I think the teams, I think really what's happening is the teams that have been quote-unquote rebuilding for so long, they're now finally seeing the fruits of their labor labor pay off. The right. Texas Rangers, the Orioles, the Reds. It's kind of, it's been this perfect storm of like, oh shit, all these guys who drafted, like they've called up, like they're ready, they're balling out, man. I mean, mostly, we got to mention the name Ellie De La Cruz. Like, that yeah. dude is freaking, oh, and Matt special. McClain, Ellie De La Cruz, Matt McClain, Jonathan India. Andrew Abbott? Yeah, Did they call Abbott. that, yeah. let's, let's exclude India because India played last year, but those three former reigning national league rookie of the year though right but those three specifically have gone called up like not even a um, month and a half ago at different, at different times right but andrew abbott been an amazing starter since for the reds since he got called up ellie did the cruise became the fastest player to ever record the cycle yeah, like for the that Reds. was huge. Was I think. it for the Reds or just in general for baseball? No, for the in general. For well, yeah. So Ellie De La Cruz hit for the cycle. For the listeners that aren't aware, a cycle is you hit a single, a double, a triple, and then a home run. It's pretty fucking hard. And oh, big time. It is the first Reds cycle in 34 years. The last to do it was Eric Davis, which was June 2nd, 1989, against the Padres. Ooh. And significantly enough, last Friday's win for the Reds was their franchise tying record. Franchise high, twelfth consecutive win, which nice. is just the Reds were just playing hot baseball. They went on to lose the next two, unfortunately, so right. they lost that series two to one against Atlanta. But who would have thought that the Cincinnati Reds? I think only two weeks ago there was talks that they were going to be major sellers right. during the trade market trade deadline, and then suddenly going into that series, or excuse me, Atlanta coming into Cincinnati for that series sellout crowd all three nights. They were in the lead. Yeah, I think you. Your Diamondbacks played the Brewers that weekend. I don't know if you guys took that series or not. Yeah, we took two out of three from the Okay, Brewers. so you took two out of three, so I don't think there was much movement in that. Yesterday, the Brewers lost. No, the Brewers won. They beat the Mets, and then the Reds lost, and I'm pretty sure the Orioles beat them again. Yeah. So, but still, I, they're, they're going to be constantly grappling with each they're other. They're turning a corner. Forth. Whether they make the playoffs this year, there's a lot to look forward to. When you oh, have yeah. all those special players. Oh, yeah, especially for the Orioles, dude. I think what a special time that we're going to get to see an Orioles team be very yeah. good. I think that's going to be really fun to see. So you said you started watching baseball in 2016. I, I want to say you probably just missed that Orioles team, but there was a really good Orioles team that had the Adam Jones, that had the Chris Davis, the first baseman, the white first baseman, yeah. not the, the Oakland A's. Um, they had Pedro Alvarez. 
They had yeah, none uh, of the, Adam Jones rings a bell, but none of those other guys. Yeah, they had. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other guys off the top of my head, but they had like really solid dudes, and they, you know, obviously they were in a tough AL East. The AL East is always going to be tough, but I think those were like. I want to say it was like the 13 and 14 and 15 random, years. Random, so like the Red Sox were really good those that time. Random Oriole name that I'm going to throw out just because I don't know what became of him. John Means. Oh. I, I think he's injured. He threw a no-hitter last year. I don't know if it was the last year or the year before. But, yeah, he, he had Tommy John, and so he's, he's out this oh, whole year, really? too. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, he had Tommy means. John. He was like I think, their ace. The de, he was their de facto ace. Yeah, he, look, he had the promises of being an ace because, like I said, he threw that no-hitter. He actually, I remember because I had him on my fantasy team that year. Um, kind of around July, he was like tailing off, and then by like August, it was kind of like hit or miss as he was gonna have a good start. But I think in in that month of August, he got injured, and then I don't I don't think they reported as a Tommy John needed right away. But then, like later on in the offseason, he was like, oh yeah, he needs Tommy John. He's right, right, right. I so. did. I was watching earlier a little bit. The Taylor Wells start for the Orioles. That kid's pretty good. That too. kid is a very good man. Yeah, he was dealing. Uh, nasty movement and just a lot of confidence. You know, I, I think there's one thing to have special stuff as a pitcher, but when you know how to like pitch and pitch with confidence, that's very telling too. And mm. obviously, I've only seen one start, so I'm not gonna be like, oh, you know, I, Tyler Wells does this every game. But man, that start I saw him today against the Reds. Man, he was just wheeling and dealing and attacking hitters left yeah, and right, on, on the not falling behind. Down. On the topic of young, on the topic, it never amazes me that people drive through parking lots however they want. Yeah. And not following edges, it amazes me. Anyways. It happens. We're going to continue on this baseball talk. On the topic of young pitchers and young talent throughout the league, I got to go to the Astros-Dodger game Sunday. It was the rubber match. No. It was yeah, the, the Dodgers were looking for a sweep. No, rubber matches when both teams have one apiece. Didn't the Astros win Friday? No, the Dodgers won Friday. Okay. And they and won, the Saturday won Saturday off okay. of a balk. And which right. was totally a fair balk, by the way. And Sunday went they pushed the game back. Initially it was a one ten start time. Lauren mm. had bought these tickets for us way back in March, so we waited the better half of two months for this game. Super exciting. I picked it because it was the Astros and it fell on the anniversary of our seventh month. So it was really cool. It was just a really special bonding nice. experience Congrats that we got to go. And we go, we, we sat in Loge. Kind of funny story, I don't know if I told you. So we went to Manny Moto's retirement. Right. When they retired his number and then yeah, we got like the bobblehead. Yeah, two two, three weeks ago? No, that was like a, a month ago. Okay. And when we went, the seats that we got were the exact same two seats we sat in Sunday. Wow. Purely coincidental. I thought, wow, what are the odds, right? Mm-hmm. So we go, great game, 435 start time, fucking Sunday night baseball, Dodgers and Astros. Dodgers threw Tony Gonzalez. And the Astros threw that righty Hunter Brown. Mm. It was really cool seeing him Hunter pitch. Brown's another exciting young arm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it was really cool seeing him pitch. Gonzalez gave up a couple home runs. One was off of, one was Jeremy Pena. Bregman had a big hit, not a home run. Booed the shit out of Bregman. I'll say, how were the boos? In, uh, in definitely Dodger for Stadium. Bregman. Mainly for Bregman. Altuve sat for that game. So, <sighs> mainly for Bregman. But I, I definitely lost my voice booing Bregman. That He was really the only one that garnered that and then there was a couple guys around me kyle tucker he got a couple boos and i caught a kyle tucker foul ball nice yeah i was in the first so he's inning. a lefty so you're on third base side yes okay yes i was okay and so tell me about this foul ball because was it like a straight like catch you catch it no, off a of bounce no. was it a deflection it was it, it was uh it wasn't screaming towards me it was kind of probably hit off the bat and it was funny 
previously, just before that, I told Lauren, like, hey, there's probably a good chance that we get another foul ball or we get some foul balls our way. Lefties, they'll poke it this way. It'll be coming late off the bat. It'll be coming this way. Right. Sure enough, I, I can't even remember the count. I can't remember nothing. I just remember the ball coming towards us, and I was like, oh, shit. And I stepped out of my seat into the aisle, and I fucking went to catch it, and it hit my right palm and caromed off and went in, went to the right, and I missed it, and I was like, ah, oh, shit. You know, and I sat down, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck, like, I missed it. So it hit your palm, and you missed it. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is the first one. Yeah. Was there two that went your way? No, only one. Okay, then how'd you get that? The older lady to my right, she was, like, on her hands and knees, and she got the ball, and then some dude stood up across the aisle, and he's like, nah, that's that dude's fucking ball. And she gave it to me. Really? Yeah, I, I was like, nah, I didn't earn it. You know, like, yeah, I didn't I say, catch it. Usually, I would say traditionally, you have to catch it. Like, yeah. if you don't catch it, then it's yeah. up I, for grabs. I, I you still know what I mean? Top potato. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah, I oh. got I got the ball and it was yeah. Good luck and, trying to find nope, it. Got it. Oh, nice. And it was just uh, I, I remember telling the people around me like, shit, I hope my dad didn't see this on this <laughs> like, I, You know, but dude, it was hit pretty hard. Like my hand's still a little bruised. Nothing pain. Like I'm not in pain. It's just I I didn't my I think why I didn't catch it is because I went out to get it. I should have let the ball yeah, come to me. But it, to it was happening so fast that I was like, oh shit! Like this is really this is coming right towards me. Like right. this is like right towards me. Like, I gotta get this. Yeah. And I failed, but it was really cool. Hey, it's alright. As long as you didn't, you know, you didn't chicken out and. Oh no, no! I tried know, to catch it. I fucking ball. straight you... up stood up, stuck my hands out. That's good. And I mean, I'm proud you know, of you. It didn't happen, but like, I was like, shit! It just made me also put in perspective, like, dude, like, all those catches I see by fans, like, I, I gotta start respecting that. Oh, like, dude, big those time. balls are fucking hard. Dude, like, I mean, there's. Uh, I forgot how hard it is to catch a baseball without a glove. Dude, and I, I think it's impressive. I mean, obviously they always make like Sports Center top tens when it's like a dad carrying a kid and one. Now that she put it in perspective, it it's like that's he has nuts. Has a beer and he catches it. You know what I mean? Like people doing something and catching it. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's kind of, it's pretty phenomenal. It takes a lot of, not only I think athleticism and hand-eye coordination, but it takes a lot of guts, right? A lot of confidence and, and a lot of trust. Oh yeah, but it was really cool. Had a great, uh, had a great crowd around me. Unfortunately, the game, the Dodgers lost six-five uh, if I'm not mistaken. It went eleven innings. Super great, great core memory for Lauren and I. Great core memory for myself. I mean, awesome. I got to see Freddie Freeman's 2,000th fucking hit. Oh, it was an RBI yeah. double. That was so fucking cool. You think dude. he gets a 3,000? I, I hope so. I mean, he's Mr. Consistent. I, yeah. I would hope so. And, he's been really consistent. And if he does get to 3,000, it'll as be so... As long as he stays healthy and... It, it'll be so cool for me to be able to tell my kids that, right. like, hey, I was there for his 2,000th and I've got video of it. You should definitely check to see if, like, uh, they probably want to do it this year, but next year... They probably have like a 2,000th bobblehead type deal. Maybe, yeah. For Freddie Freeman. I'll so maybe try and check out that go, if you can next I will year. definitely try and go check that out. I mean, I also know there's a cool, there's a couple cool bobbleheads this season that I'm trying to get. Like there's a Fernando Valenzuela one. I think yeah. that's on a Saturday in, against the Rockies. <coughs> and then there's an actually, oddly enough, there's a Caleb Williams one. <laughs> that's a Caleb of, Williams bobblehead? That's kind of interesting. What? Yeah, that's what I said. That's That reminds me of like the Bad Bunny bobblehead, but for fucking the Boston Red Sox. Like. Hmm, that shit didn't make sense because I was just like, dog, like you couldn't pick a more Latin-based city, like picking a uh, Boston, Miami Marlins would have made sense. Yeah, Miami or freaking uh, even L.A. and the San Diego's, yeah. you know. Um, on the topic of baseball, before we finish off with football, are you still uh, going to Oakland? Yes, uh, July that weekend of July fourteenth, July fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth. Oh, it turns out, yeah, life is funny. Even if I wanted to go with you, well, I still could have made plans to go with you, but. Um, turns out July 15th, I got invited to a friend's baby shower. Oh, she was having okay. her second kid, and it's going to be a son. And I thought, oh, dude, is this an old coworker of mine from Target? Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's really cool. You know, like, I, yeah. I'll be able to go to that. Like, I didn't realize, like, ah. Nice. So it works out. I hope you do have fun in Oakland. Thank you, man. You know, Thank you. Appreciate who, that. They're playing who that weekend? 
playing the Twins. And oh, dude. lucky enough, I'll be able to see the Twins on back-to-back weekends because the previous weekend. Uh, in, oh, oh, the weekend before that, you're, you're yeah. still going to Minnesota? Yeah, I'll still be are in Minnesota. You, are you going by yourself? Yes, sir. Oh, I'm dude, going by nice. myself. I have a friend who said, oh, yeah, like, let me think about it. I'll get back to you. But even if they don't go or not, like, I'm still still planning the trip out by myself. It's a lot more affordable than I thought. I mean, I, I booked an Airbnb for five days or five days, four nights. And so uh, I thought... Honestly, I was already prepared kind of like in that six to $700 range, especially because I wanted to do something like in downtown, right? I want to be able to walk or take public transport to um, the baseball game and other like restaurants or bars around us, right? Um, but no, it was at, like even after taxes, it was like 380 for oh, a wow. spot. Pretty nice, like cozy suite. Or I think it's a for studio. For all five days? For all five days and four nights. Um, so obviously, you know, I know I plan on doing a hike. Uh, at least one of the days, I think the biggest thing, the tricky thing with hike is like renting a car, right? And that, you know, can be a little bit more expensive. So I might just do it one day instead of two days. But we'll see. We'll see what's in my budget, what's in the near future. I'm also just kind of playing it by ear. I've done some research as far as like hikes and some restaurants and some things to check out. I've also kind of, I haven't looked up flights yet, but the brewers are also in town. Now, I thought Milwaukee and Minnesota, Minneapolis were a little closer together. Turns out they're not. They're like five, it's a five and a half, five and a half hour drive. But you know, maybe there's a flight. You know, I can go check the Sunday game, fly an early morning to Milwaukee, fly back at night, and still be in Minneapolis by evening time. Again, this is all. I haven't looked up the logistics. Don't know how feasible that is. But I know the Milwaukee Brewers do play one o'clock that Sunday. Wow. That's the last Sunday too before the All Star break. So um, it'd be cool to check out. Well, shit, dude. Yeah. I hope you have a good time and you'll have some Thanks, stories man. to tell when you get back on the pod. Yeah, I'll have some stories to tell. Hopefully, I have some pictures, too. They're going to oh, take my I'm camera sure and stuff off my phone. So, it'll be dope, man. Meet I, some new really, people. Don't get yeah. into any trouble. I won't. I'll try my best not yeah, to. Yeah, try brother. not to. Try not to. Appreciate that, man. So, there's uh, a couple other things on the agenda. Obviously, nothing like really pressing. Uh, do you want to keep this going or how are you feeling? Well, I know you had a lot to say about the theoretical Joe Burrow versus Robert Griffin the third Heisman yes. talk. I mean, I'm okay, unless so, you had anything else you want to talk about, we can end the show on that and kind of just... Real quick, I wanted to say before we get into that, because I think this will be shorter, did want to say rest in peace and our condolences to Ryan oh, yeah, Mallett. Dude, that was fucking crazy. He drowned. Yeah. Uh, a legendary... I don't Arkansas want to say legendary, but a very Arkansas quarterback. He a was a legendary good, Arkansas quarterback. He was a legendary Arkansas quarterback, played in the season's 09 2010. I didn't know this because I actually did some research. Uh, he actually originally was offered a scholarship by Michigan and spent the 07 year there, but then he transferred out and then he ended up in Arkansas back in 2009. Um, I'm not going to really list out some stats because I feel like, you know, stats can be sometimes empty, but I will say this in that 2010 team, it was pretty special. He had a special team going at Arkansas. While they did lose to Bama, it was a close loss, 24 to 20. That was one of the oh, wow. the tighter competitions. But he did beat Georgia, he did beat Texas A&M, and he beat LSU in oh, that wow. 2010 that, season. That's before A&M joins SEC, right? I think no. That by, ooh, you're right. Actually, I don't remember when. Yeah, this had to be before, because I want to say A&M joined around 13, 14, maybe maybe 12 or 13, but. Regardless of the fact, and then they played Ohio State in the Sugar Bowl, lost 31 to 26. Again, while these are losses and they and they finished with the 10 and 4 record, that's pretty good for a season for Arkansas. That's if you go back and look at Arkansas's best seasons, I would say that had to be oh, one of shit. the highlights. 2012. Okay, so yeah, this was two years before they joined the SEC, but 
Again, rest in peace to Ryan Mallet. I found out or the information. Um, I saw it on Twitter today. Yeah, he he drowned. Which um, is fucking terrible. It is very terrible. He was the head coach of a, a football team, and uh, you know I, I think it's there's always these memes, right? JJ and I laugh at these a lot because we used to spend our time doing this, but <clears throat> I know you and I will appreciate this as well. But there's like there's a meme that goes around that's like guys can literally just name you know famous sports players from back in the day and just have a good time and just talk about them right and ryan mallet's definitely one of those guys on our list right i, know I remember time. the name I, I don't remember any of the because i he yeah maybe you were a little younger he wasn't a quarterback for uh darren mcfadden was he no it was after darren mcfadden and okay. before some of the other guys that came through yeah, arkansas I, I just remember the name yeah that's it but that's it's fine but I, still 30 he was 35 years old i mean yeah. that's still really young so yes rest in peace indeed he was a high school football coach in texas somewhere yeah and I, and just, but he's one of those names for me. You know, I know we could go back and forth, and JJ and I have gone back and forth, and other people could go back and forth. But I know a lot of people um, could name Ryan Mallett and have some notable memories of him, whether it was, you know, as their favorite team or going against their favorite team. So again, rest in peace, uh, and we can transition to a little argument that I feel like was started on Twitter. Not an argument, but just a debate. Well, yeah, I mean, debate between you and Chris. All I did was tweet my opinion. No, no, I, I but I, well, I, I didn't say anything you. else after that. I have to, I have that. to correct you where you're, you're wrong. Correct me. <clears throat> so pull up your tweet because there was a tweet from another account that was talking about who had the better Heisman season. Now, you, it was between Robert Griffin III and Joe Burrow. Now, you didn't just come out and say that Joe, or excuse me, Robert Griffin III had the better Heisman season. You made it a point to, and we'll pull up your exact words, but you made it a point to actually say that if Joe Burrow had not exist for LSU, that they would still have a great season. Yes. And went on to say that Robert Griffin III, if he wasn't at Baylor, would they even be relevant? Would they even be above 500? Um, <clears throat> and while I think there's some truth in that statement, I think as an LSU fan, I could speak from experience, especially recently, because... Literally 10 years before, not even 10 years before, I'll bring up the 2013 team, and I brought up some research because that team has a lot of noticeable players that are still playing in the league today. So, you've heard of Jeremy Hill, yes? No. You've heard of Odell Beckham Jr., yes? Yes. How do you, you're kidding about Jeremy Hill, right? No. He's been the starting running back for the Bengals like the last 10 years, dick. Okay. Well, fuck you then. Um, and then Jarvis Landry. Yes. So, they had three perennial athletes at three key positions, two receivers, one running back, all one in the first round. This is round. 2013? This is 2013. Okay. Um, and their quarterback at the time was Zach Mettenberger. Oh, I remember Mettenberger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now, Mettenberger will never be one of the worst LSU quarterbacks, but he, he was, was never, like, one of the best either, right? He was one of the LSU quarterbacks. He was one of the LSU quarterbacks. And I put him in that above-average range. He had some moments where you were like, oh, this dude could be a little bit special. Right. But then he had a lot more moments that were just like, ah, he's actually just an average dude. Right. Um, <laughs> he's an average Joe. <laughs> the reason I'm bringing these two in comparison is because that team was so talented. You could equally, you could easily say with the talent of OBJ, Landry, and Jeremy Hill, that was the equivalent of a Jamar Chase, a Justin Jefferson, and a Clyde Edwards-Alaire, right? But adding a quarterback like Joe Burrow to the mix... You know what I mean? So that about, 2013 uh, team. What's his name? Leonard Fournette. Wasn't he under Burrow too? He wasn't. Uh, 
No, Burrow, dude, that they were like five years apart. Damn. Burrow was like 2017. Or sorry, sorry, Fournette was 2017. Damn. Yeah. Uh, regardless of the fact, this that team with Zach Mettenberger at the helm and all those athletes finished nine and four. They got an Outback Bowl appearance, and they defeated Iowa that year. Okay. Uh, not a not a bad year, right? I solid had some victory. Solid victory. Um, they lost to Alabama. Okay. Lost to Georgia, and then you'll get a kick out of this name. They lost to Bo Wallace's Old Miss. Hey, <laughs> Bo Wallace, dude, that dude, that kid's dude. a legend. Yeah, that kid's he a is. Fucking legend. He is. <laughs> and so, my counter to your statement is this, right? Because LSU fans have seen firsthand that even having three star-studded players, right, two receivers and a great running back, doesn't guarantee you success. that same success to get to the national championship or even getting you contending for a national championship. Because Joe Burrow was that special guy. And, you know, I think back, like, to USC quarterbacks, right? Like, Caleb Williams has a a special factor, right? He elevates everybody around him. Yeah, he can win with great receivers, but I think he can also take an average or above-average receiver and and work with him. And I think even somebody like Sam Darnold could as well. Maybe not to the extent of Caleb Williams, but I think they have that special factor. Again, we have to deal with these cars just Blinding blinding the headlights in front of us, man. All right. Anyways, so just my counter and the point I want to make is we've seen it happen. And having those three star players doesn't guarantee you anything. So I, I think you got to proceed with caution when you say with, with, with without Joe Burrow, that LSU 2019 team would still be competing for a national championship. I'll admit, I voted the Robert Griffin. Yeah. I, I voted Robert Griffin's Heisman. But, I mean, you you make a pretty compelling argument although i will say 2019 and i i'm always caught on saying this on twitter and i always message you this 2019 is the last time college football is fun for me because yeah i think usc I, I can't remember 2019 exactly but i just remember always tuning in for lsu's games and those were really fun you guys had some great fucking games that season joe burrow was awesome the whole legend surrounding it all of ed orgeron the national championship you guys beat up on clemson in yeah. the natty just super fucking awesome. I mean, I wasn't even mad that an SEC school won. It was just like... It was fun, too. They had such a swagger about them, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely, 100%. There was a full swagger to it. But, yeah, it's really cool. You should check out... Go back on that Twitter, on that thread, or my tweet, and check out that tweet and see the voting of, like, how, how it actually... It's all playing out and which teams are... Or which players are getting voted up against and whatnot. It's actually kind of interesting. I think there was an OJ Simpson versus Reggie Bush... Fucking who had the better Heisman? And yeah, whatnot. it's kind of it's kind of fun. You should check it out. I think it was like College Football Home. Yeah, at College Football, it's just it's peak off season right now. So you know. Yeah. Not much legit college football time. news to talk right. about. Other it's than it's a good recruiting. time for like debate and stuff. Yeah, that's why it's actually very interesting that the College Football Inquirer continues to pump out episodes at the rate they are two yeah. per week because we're at the peak off season right now. Like you have to have a lot of creativity, right? You have to do like a what if scenario or top, you know, rank, you know, so and such and such position groups or. You know matchups that you want to see. You know, I feel like you have to have an imagination when it comes to that sort of stuff, because um, obviously every sport has their off season, but you can't just take the whole off season off, right? Because then you know, lose a lot of fan that way, fans that way. But, True, um, but sometimes scar- content just becomes sparse. Right, and I'm not. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't have to pump out the same amount of content, but at least know. for college football. Right, I think for any sport though. Right, there's a baseball off season, there's a basketball and NFL off season, but. A lot of podcasts still College are able football to... football off-season feels the longest. Does it? It always does, every year. I don't know. Like, dude, there's something wrong with me. I'm already starting to pencil in 
for weekend zero, week zero, I'm gonna I'm gonna tune into Florida, Florida International, FIU, and Louisiana Tech because that's a fucking that's a conference USA. It's a sicko game. It's a sicko yeah, game. You're like, a sicko, my yeah, brother. I know, I know, I fucking know, but oh well. Yeah. I, I am what I am. Alright. And I'm proud. Yeah. <laughs> I think that wraps up this sh- this episode, episode ninety. We're ten off from a hundred. Yeah, ten off from a hundred. Thank you guys for the support through thick and thin, whether you've been a fan since day one or relatively new to the show. We appreciate you guys. Be sure to like, subscribe, follow the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Uh, share us with a friend if you feel like they would like some of the topics that we talk about too. Our, ludicry, um, our ludicrousness. Yeah, our ludicrousness. Um, you know, and, and one thing I'll say on air too before we sign off, you know, I just really appreciate you. I really appreciate you and, and our friendship and the amount that we've gotten to grow together um that's one thing that i've especially because i have a lot more time on my hands right now during the summer break without school in session and we just hit our break for football to our dead period oh nice um you know i'm trying to express more gratitude for not just only people in my life but things that are important to me and for sure you're one of those important people to me and our friendship and uh, oh yeah the fact know. that you were able to i had to do my laundry today and you were able like i was supposed to go to you but you helped me out yeah and you know it, it didn't work out that way like it turns out you know like, I didn't know um, there was, like, laundry already in the washer and in the dryer. Like, you worked with me, and I was like, dude, like, I appreciate that. Yeah. Because you know, it's like, you know, I wanted to record. It's just this unexpected thing. You know, I'm going to repay it the next two weeks. I go to you. Right. But it's like, it's cool. It's, it's really fun. I'm glad. You know, it's, it is hard sometimes to produce this because we are working around our schedules. And we right. are. But, you know, we always find new and fun and interesting things to talk about, especially with your two big trips. That's two episodes <laughs> right there. So that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. And then, you know, episode 100 is coming along. And, you know, we are going to have... Alec on for our college football preview um, pod. That's definitely going to happen. Like that's a guaranteed 100%. So definitely. Uh, th- thanks for being along for the ride, guys. No, no idea how long it's going to go for, or what what comes up next. But thank you guys for being a part of the ride. And uh, yeah, that'll do it for episode 90. Awesome. Yeah, be sure to uh, follow us on Twitter if you're on the platform at Front Row Seat Pod. Probably run a couple polls on there this week. Fried chicken, ribs, steak, or shrimp. And which one are you doing away with forever? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Other than that, guys, we love y'all. And we'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Thank you very much.